the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Radio. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Tuesday morning. We're so glad to have you join us today. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Alicia Quibido and Damian Collado. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Feast of St. Lucy. Yes. Yes. That's right. So let's start with prayer. That's right. She is. And we'll learn more about her later uh, this morning in our Saint of the Day. But let's start with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. May the glorious intercession of the Virgin and Martyr, St. Lucy, give us a new heart, we pray, O Lord, so that we may celebrate her heavenly birthday in this present age, and so behold things eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever, amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, St. Lucy. Lucy, pray for us. Pray for us. So whenever we would go to, uh, I went to this church in New Orleans one time with St. John the Baptist, is now closed, uh, but they had a huge statue of St. Lucy and she was holding eyeballs. And when I <laughs> didn't know much about St. Lucy at the time, I was like, what is that? St. Lucy, oh my goodness, so important, a saint yeah. that uh, pray for sight and so many other things. So we'll learn, like Alicia said, we'll learn more about her later on in today's show, but she's an important important saint that you definitely want to be praying to. So uh, stay tuned for that. But in about eight minutes, Damien will have events in our listening area. So stay tuned. There are a lot of them and a lot of them are happening in the next couple of weeks, this week and next week. So stay tuned for those. In 18 minutes, Debbie Shelley joins us with the Catholic commentator, the official Catholic newspaper of the Diocese of Baton Rouge. She will give us an update of what you're going to be finding in this week's issue. Father Edward Looney joins us in 35 minutes. He's going to be talking about his book, How They Love Mary, 28 Life-Changing Stories of Devotion to Our Lady. But specifically, we're going to learn a little bit more about Our Lady of Loretto. And I actually am going to be quite honest, I don't know much about Our Lady of Loretto. So I'm looking forward to Father Looney telling us a little bit more about her. And in 48 minutes, Matt Estrade joins us. He's founder of Peace with Dementia Rosary. And once a month, he gives us an update of what he is up to and the wonderful work that he does over with Dementia Care. So so looking forward to speaking to Matt today and seeing what he has to say. But Damien, I don't know about you, but I saw that weather and it's looking a little scary. Ah, you so getting a what do you afraid? have for us? Yeah, well, uh, forecast <laughs> no, afraid, is calling yeah. <laughs> for a good chance of severe weather later tonight and tomorrow as that cold front moves through our area. All of Louisiana and most of Mississippi, as well as parts of Alabama, it's coming in from the west. And we can expect one to three inches of rain, possible flooding in low-lying areas. Also, tornadoes and hail may come with this front. Uh, So it could be a dandy. So batten down the hatches. 
Uh, we'll start out our day, though, with cloudy conditions. A shower may pop up this afternoon preceding the front as it approaches. Uh, winds are going to increase, as I said. They're going to go from 10 to 15 miles an hour. Could be 20 to 30 mile an hour gust. 50-50 chance of rain later today. 100% chance of rain tomorrow, everyone's okay. saying. Uh, so temperature's going to drop, too. Once that front rolls through come late Wednesday, uh, we're going to have a 30-degree differential. That's crazy. From, <laughs> uh, that, that's how quick it's going to get cold. So uh, temperature's in and around the area. Right now it's 66 in New Orleans, 63 in Baton Rouge. Homa Thibodeau at 64, in Mandeville at 61, and in Gulfport at 65 degrees. And you can expect a high today of about 77 degrees. That's your forecast. Stick around. We have events coming your way as well as the gospel on Wake Up. Good morning, it's the Memorial of St. Lucy. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Matthew chapter 21. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son said in reply, I will not. But afterwards he changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect. The question, What is your opinion? illustrates the respect Jesus has for human freedom. Because love never forces, Jesus patiently draws us to himself, but without force. He is always humble wisdom that never hoards, but rather yearns to share his riches. At every encounter, Jesus strives to draw us into his own person rather than to some abstract truth. This is a fundamental difference between Jesus and any other teacher. For in Jesus, God dwells in a man, and God has wholly become the face and the voice and the gesture of the young rabbi from Nazareth. And to what greater truths than himself can even God point? For he is the substantial source of all lesser truths. Jesus is the most dramatic of all truths, because he is the embodiment of all truth that comes out searching for us. Jesus can do for us what no creature can do. He accompanies us lovingly and reliably all along our pilgrimage, often in ways that escape our notice. But he is also the life toward which he wants to bring us. As St. Augustine notes, Jesus is closer to us than we are to ourselves, and he is with us even when we are not with ourselves. This means that the search for our deepest self must climax in our embrace of Jesus, who alone holds the key to the utmost secrets of our hearts and thus can fulfill our most profound longing. Thus, the Gaelic poem sings, 
Christ beneath me, Christ before me, Christ within me. In the parable of the two sons, Jesus presents the tension in life between saying and doing, appearance and reality, manifest intention, and actual realization. In the two sons, we can see ourselves and learn the additional lesson that our life must be a process of spiritual growth. Good intentions are important as long as they do not mask an inner state of indifference and even our resistance to the communion of heart. So, where are we? Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers. Thank you, Jimmy Sagers. Also, thank you, Father Chris Decker. It's Tuesday morning, everyone. Happy, happy morning to you. And time to get up and get going. And if you want to make a couple of Christmas events, we've got them for you. One in particular is tonight. Lorraine Hess, she is performing the Cradle in Bethlehem. It's the 10th anniversary concert at St. Angela Marisi Gym. It's located at 901 Beverly Garden Drive in Metairie. It begins at 7 o'clock. It's free. However, donations are accepted if you want to give, and why not? It's Christmas time, Mm -hmm. and it's also to help the evangelization efforts at St. Angela Marisi Church Parish. So again, concert tonight, 7 o'clock, St. Angela Marisi Gym, the one and only Lorraine Hess performing. So I hope you can make it out there. That will be beautiful. Mm -hmm. That will be a beautiful night. You might want to get there early to get a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. Have a little joy to the work. That's right. I bet it fills (laughs) that. So here's an event that's happening tomorrow for lunch. Uh, Author Jim Towie, he uh, was a, a trusted advisor and dedicated friend of of Mother Teresa mm. of Calcutta. So she wow. will, he, he will, she will not, he will be here uh, in Baton Rouge tomorrow uh, from 1130 to one at Jay Zumo's gallery on Interline in Baton Rouge. Again, that's December 14th, 1130 to one Jay Zumo gallery. Uh, he wrote the book to love and be loved. And uh, this is going to be, a, the, the book is a firsthand account of Mother Teresa's uh, last years, and um, and he's going to talk about uh, this wonderful, miraculous woman. So that will be a great event to go to. I'm not sure if you need to um, call ahead. You Probably can just should. show up. Okay, yep. there's no mm-hmm. phone number on the on the flyer, but Jay Zumo Gallery. Uh, you go to jzumo.com. There you yeah. go. And uh, that this flyer is not on that website, but you can find his phone number at jzumo.com. So that sounds like a great event. Mm-hmm, most definitely. Let's talk about this one that's coming up next Wednesday. It's called Suicide, the Unspoken S, No Longer a Secret. It's happening on Wednesday, December 21st at St. Aloysius Parish Hall in Baton Rouge. Gathering starts at 530. The presentation is at 6. It is open to the public, but intended for an adult audience only. Uh, RSVP requests, you can call the church office at St. Aloysius Parish Hall. I'll post this in the comment section for today's Facebook Live video. There is an email, but it is very long. (laughs) And I want to make sure that you get the right information. So a very important topic, the facilitator will be Reverend David Allen. And the evening will include a witness from one who did attempt suicide. So this can be a very tough time of the year for many people who have Mm -hmm. gone through this, whether a family member, a friend, someone they know. So 
that is happening next Wednesday. Okay. And uh, also, the Men of Immaculata, the men's conference, even though it's coming up next year, early bird tickets are on sale right now, 65 bucks. You could go online to menoftheimmaculata.com. It's this year's theme, Prepare to Encounter the Lord. So uh, get your tickets while you can. It always sells out. And uh, going to be great guest speakers. Go to the website again, menoftheimmaculata.com, and you'll find out who will be speaking. Last but not least, Sacred Art Experience at Jay Zumo's Gallery coming up this Saturday from 5 to 9. You can see Sacred Art along with a lot of other uh, pieces that he's created, originals as well as prints. Make great Christmas gifts. This is your opportunity to also meet Jacob firsthand. And welcome back to Wake Up. It's 25 after the hour. Sorry for those technical difficulties. Those things happen. That's right. And uh, we are glad you were patient enough to stick with us. And at this time, uh, you know, we were supposed to be talking to Debbie Shelley with the Catholic commentator. Uh, We're looking to get her on the line, but just in case you haven't, that's Alicia's right. That's right. got some of the stories that are I in this year, this stories. week's issue. But so the Catholic Commentator mm-hmm. is the official Catholic newspaper of the Diocese of Baton Rouge. So you'll find the latest edition in the back of all the Catholic churches in the Diocese sure. of Baton Rouge. You'll also find them at plenty of uh, retail outlets. So it's a wonderful uh, way to stay in touch with what is going on in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. You can also find it online if you're not in Baton Rouge. You can also find an online version at news dot d-i-o-b-r dot org uh, that's the diocese of baton rouge newspaper d-i-o i'm sorry the uh website d-i-o-b-r dot org you can find all of the information there the cover story is pretty exciting uh that we visited uh with with uh father brad doyle in the past he is the pastor at our lady of mount carmel in saint francisville and they just broke ground this is a 10-year project in the works what uh, are they building that well this is father carrie baney when he was there had this uh-huh. A long-term master plan, and this is the last piece of the puzzle. It is a ten thousand square foot uh, <gasps> education building, oh. religious ed building. Wow. It's going to have six uh, ten thousand square feet. It's going to have eight classrooms okay. uh, for group for youth group confirmation. There's going to be a warming kitchen. There's more storage, which we know everybody needs, right? <laughs> uh, maintenance room and another room. Says a woman that is for uh, oh. parish meetings. <laughs> choir practices, a bridal waiting room. This is the last stage, as I mentioned, in a master plan. Uh, it's it, There's a beautiful picture on the front cover of Father Brad with a whole group of youth uh, helping him break the ground for that project. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with St. Francisville, but where uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel is located is on Catholic Hill. So they're taking over Catholic Hill in St. Francisville. Uh, what a wonderful addition their parish continues to grow and i think this will be a great one so make sure you read uh, that article there's also part two of dina dow's last week when we talked to debbie 
uh, we talked about uh, Dina Dow's first article about Advent. Uh, this is part two, and it's uh, it's called Meeting Jesus with Joy and Gratitude. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, Dina Dow, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Baton Rouge, joins us monthly. And she often talks about joy. And uh, so I love this article. It's wonderful. Uh, It reminds us that joy isn't necessarily walking around with a smile on your face all the time. It's that joy in your heart that you know uh, that that Christ has come, suffered, died, and has risen for us and opened uh, the gates to heaven for us. So uh, Pope Francis says, and and Dina quotes in her article, uh, joy is not easy, but with Jesus, it is possible. So. Uh, make sure you're spreading that joy this Advent yeah. season. Yes. Uh, Even if it, during the times of struggle, that's right. You can that's find right. joy. Put a you smile really on can. your face. Yeah. I just have to tell you, just real quick. I was at Costco the other day, rushing through, going up and down the aisles, you know. And this man and I almost crashed because he was doing the same thing. And I just smiled and said good morning, kept going. And then he met me on the next aisle, and he said, "You know, I just have to tell you." I never see anybody smile, and I appreciate you smiling at me. And I thought, isn't that funny? I didn't. Uh-huh. So oh anyway, spread gosh. that joy. It's nice. Even at Costco, when there's the rest of Baton Rouge is there <laughs> with you. So um, there's also an article on page eight about Father Tom Clark. He is uh, with Saint. Uh, he is with Southern University, and he just received a prestigious honor. It's a wonderful article about Father Tom and where he's meeting students where they're at. He recognizes that when kids go to college, sometimes church is at the you know, the last of their, their mm-hmm. very long to-do list. A lot of kids he talks about um, at Southern University also have jobs. They're paying their own tuition. They're often uh, sending money home to their families to support their families, mm-hmm. too. But he meets them wherever he can find them and talks about whatever they need to talk about. And he talks about uh, how wonderful that is to help them grow in their faith. So make sure you pick up a copy of The Catholic Commentator, the official Catholic newspaper of the Diocese of Baton Rouge, or again, you can can check it out at news.diobr.org, the Catholic commentator. Stick around. Father Edward Looney joins us. He has a book called How They Love Mary. It's a wonderful book. We're going to talk about the devotion to Our Lady and Our Lady of Loretto. It is half past the hour on Wake Up. on Wake Up. Thanks so much for tuning in this morning. I'm Gabby Smith along with Alicia Quivido and Damian Collado. Our next guest is Father Edward Looney. Today he joins us once again to talk about his book called How They Love Mary, 28 Life-Changing Stories of Devotion to Our Lady. Good morning, Father Looney. Thank you so much for joining us again. Well, good morning. Great to be with you and always to talk about Our Lady. We just had such wonderful feast of Our Lady with the Immaculate Conception, and Our Lady of Loretto, and yesterday, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful feast days. I love a Marian feast day. Specifically, though, Our Lady of Loretto, let's talk a little bit about her. I actually don't know much about Our Lady of Loretto, although I have heard of her before. So can you can you kind of tell us a little bit more about Our Lady of Loretto today? Sure. You know, this is a very interesting feast day of Our Lady because... There are lots of stories, you know, some of them are legends associated around it. So 
Um, essentially, there's this holy and pious belief that on the wings of angels, the house of Mary was transported from Nazareth to Croatia and then eventually to Loretto, so uh, in Italy. Now, that's probably not really what happened. I don't think that this building was lifted up by the wings of angels, but there's some interesting backstories behind one of the reasons it was moved from um, the Holy Land to Croatia was because of the Crusaders and the, the fear that this house would be destroyed. And so um, the Crusaders who, move, uh, who moved it were called angels. And so that's one way that it kind of maybe the idea of angels transporting the house. But then the second thing, second uh, aspect of it is that there was this family called like, uh, I think it was the Angeli or Angelini family. Uh, and they brought back remnants of the house of Loretto, or, or what we now know, you know, through through that shrine. But uh, they brought back remnants of the holy house of Nazareth then, and then it was enshrined uh, within a church, uh, within a house, uh, now Basilica of Our Lady of Loretto. But, um, yeah, so I think really the, the feast day helps us emphasize a, a little bit about the home life of Mary. So, her, her childhood, but also her life with Joseph, her life raising Jesus. Uh, interesting, too, Our Lady of uh, Loretto, because of the idea of the angels transporting the house, she's the patron saint of aviators, or of aviation, of pilots. And then thirdly, an interesting thing that emerges out of Our Lady of Loretto, which is a very popular uh, shrine in Italy, and... Uh, is this invocation of the Litany of Loretto. So a lot of people might know it more as the Litany of the Blessed Virgin Mary, but the more traditional title is Litany of Loretto. And uh, it's all of these different names of Mary, some of them from the scriptures, other than others like Virgin Most Powerful, Virgin Most Prudent, and then you have, you know, Mother Most Amiable or Queen of Heaven. You know, it goes through all these different titles of Our Lady, and essentially since maybe about the 15 or 1600s, uh, those invocations of Mary were prayed uh, from that shrine in Italy. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for giving us all those details. And I'll definitely have to tell a few uh, pilot family members about Our Lady of Loretto. Uh, quite interesting. You know, devotion to Our Lady is so prominent in our faith. And also, uh, I think common misconceptions for those who are looking into our faith, maybe from other religions, talk about how important it is for maybe to have that relationship or start that relationship with Our Lady, especially during this time of Advent as we approach the Christmas season? Well, I think really we could just take yesterday's example of Our Lady of Guadalupe and how Mary appears to Juan Diego, and she appears to him and calls him by a very, you know, familiar name. You know, so I'm Father Edward, and it'd be like my mom calling me Eddie, for example. So he calls, or she calls him uh, Juan de Guito, so my little Juan. And, and she speaks so tenderly to him, and tells him, you know, am I not here who am your mother? So I think it's so important, this devotion to Our Lady, is to realize that we have a mother in heaven that Christ gave to us from the cross. And so she wants to pray for us. She wants to pray with us. She has, uh, you know, our best interest in mind. Again, exemplified through these apparitions, even the Guadalupe apparition, she had the best interest of those people in mind, wanting them to come back to the Lord and to know uh, who God is. Who, you know, they were worshiping a false god, and so here she comes and says, well, this is 
the true God, and that, that is Jesus, and I'm the mother of him. And, and so uh, a, a beautiful message, and one that I think just really resounds with us uh, to take Mary into our home. That's what we hear in the gospel for this upcoming Sunday. The angel comes to Joseph and says, do not be afraid to take Mary into your home. And that's for us as well, not just Joseph, that's for us too. Absolutely. So let's talk about a little bit of uh, of the book, How They Love Mary, 28 Life-Changing Stories of Devotion to Our Lady. I think this is a wonderful gift for maybe a family member who wants to learn a little bit more about Our Lady or who is just so passionate about Our Lady, uh, because this is quite a unique book. It's a 30-day devotional uh, to help us to get closer, kind of dive deeper into what we can find. Yeah, so essentially it's just gives the stories of holy men and women. Some of them are saints. Others are holy people that I think should be saints. They're, they're not yet, you know, but the church hasn't opened their cause or whatever. But, you know, like a mother abbess from Roswell, New Mexico, named Mother Mary Frances, who uh, wrote one of the best Advent meditation books I've ever read in my life called Come, Lord Jesus. Or, you know, uh, another uh, unknown one that I feature was Father Lucas Etlin, who I think can be a great example during this Eucharistic revival, but he had this very profound Marian devotion as well. And so uh, he was a monk of Conception Abbey, and that's where I went to school. So in part, How They Love Mary is a bit autobiographical. It traces my own life of devotion and influence of holy men and women in our Catholic faith. And and uh, basically what they've taught me about Mary. And I, I think that's how we grow in love and how we grow in devotion. We learn from other people. And we probably have that happen for us when we were young. When we were younger, we learned from our parents mm-hmm. how to pray. They modeled it for us. And that's what saints and other holy people can do for us. Absolutely. You know, Father Lenny, we know a few people who are actually going through RCIA or RCIC. Uh, We know a few kids in my son's class. Uh, But tell us, how can we maybe start a relationship with Our Lady today for those who wanted to learn a little bit more about Our Lady who are just tuning in or curious? Um, Any uh, practical steps or any practical uh, prayerful practices that we can do to start that relationship with Our Lady? Sure. There's lots of different things you could do. Maybe I'll just name a few. Uh, I think the first thing is maybe sometimes I think Jesus wants us. I know he does. He wants us to have a devotion to Mary. And so maybe just ask the Lord, how do you want me to be devoted to Mary? So like, just make that a personal little prayer request. Maybe do something very simple. Uh, You don't have to start off praying 20 decades of the rosary every day. Just maybe start with one Hail Mary, expand that to three, then make it a decade. And Sooner or later, you'll have a full rosary. Or thirdly, you know, the, the proper foundation of any Marian devotion is just coming to know her through the scriptures and uh, just read some of those passages, especially this Advent season. We hear about the virgin who shall conceive and bear a son who will be named Emmanuel. So just read in the Gospels uh, the different places where Mary uh, is present and uh, just ask yourself, what can I learn from her at the Annunciation or from the Visitation or from the Nativity? And uh, I think that'll be a great gateway uh, to a lifelong Marian devotion. Absolutely. Father Edward Looney, uh, we have about 45 seconds left. May we ask for a priestly blessing from you as we close out? Sure. So through the intercession of Mary, the Mother of God, Our Lady of Loretto, may she strengthen your families. 
so that you might love God all the days of your life. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Father Edward Looney uh, with his book, How They Love Mary, 28 Life-Changing Stories of Devotion to Our Lady. Where can we pick up our copy? Yeah, so it's uh, published by Sophia Institute Press. So you could go head over there, or you could just get it from your local Catholic bookstore or wherever you buy books. Thank you so much for joining us today. Probably one of my favorite interviews. I love talking about Our Lady. Thank you so much, Father Looney. My pleasure. God bless you. Yes. Okay, Matt Estrada joins us when we come back from the break. Founder of Peace with Dementia Rosary. Stay tuned and stay with us. It's 7, it's 45 past the hour on Wake Up. minutes before the top of the hour you're listening to wake up so glad you could join us and with us right now matt estrade founder of peace with dementia rosary he's here to give us a monthly update matt is our good friend merry christmas to you brother merry christmas damien how are y'all good good so you've been pretty active you're like on a tour right now (laughs) it feels like it yeah it's, it's it's pretty awesome so where uh, recently you were in Mississippi, I know, and I think you had like a, a packed house. Share with us uh, what you were there to talk about. Uh, even though we know what your topic is, uh, you, you sometimes expound upon that. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was actually in the, in the, I was in the, the, the diocese of Baton Rouge. I was uh, blessed to, to be in uh, Prairieville at Saint John the Evangelist, who is one of the patron saints of uh, of this ministry. He's the patron saint of caregivers, so it was perfect. Uh, but yeah, we had a we had a great turnout, over a hundred people, and Father Martin there and their Respect Life uh, committee brought me there to talk about uh, talk about the basics of dementia and how our catholic faith really has prepared us for that if we find us in that if we find ourselves in that situation as a caregiver or with dementia our catholic faith has really prepared us whether we know it or not so it was uh, i took it upon my um i answered the call to uh to come to prairieville and to talk about that and sort of unpack dementia we talked about the signs of it uh, we talked about what what can be done about it even though there is no cure and we talked about how can we how we how can we utilize our rich faith and our clergy uh, to really make the best of it on this journey yes and as you heard uh, just before uh, we got to you we were talking to father looney and devotions to mary uh, your book peace with dementia rosary that's that is part of getting through the struggles of day-to-day living whether you have dementia or you're the caregiver and uh, share with us a little bit more about your book we haven't really talked about your book in a while and i think now's a good time because during this time of the holiday season, Christmas, we have family coming over, and you already have stress preparing the meal and getting the gifts. But then you, you may have that loved one or relative who's battling with dementia, and, and trying to get them to fit in and be a part of that isn't easy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We start to, you know, we're spending more time with family members. Maybe we, maybe we haven't seen in a while. We're mm-hmm. we're having interactions, and we might be noticing things that we hadn't had an opportunity because now they're in town or we're in town, or we're spending more time together. So the the book is uh, is a, is a primer on dementia, 
on cognitive impairment, um, Alzheimer's being just one one type. It's the most common type. Uh, but in the book, I sort of uh, give an introduction to it because it is a it's a very heavy topic. So we talk about everything from the what what dementia is to a probable diagnosis to if if there is a probable probable diagnosis, how do you then sort of like set the path ahead of you? Because it's it's not the it's not a well while it is terminal, it's not a death sentence. I mean there are many, many people out there that are living well with dementia because they've found ways to adapt and their families have found ways to adapt and care for them. So that's really what the book attempts to do at a really high level. And it's built around the 20 mysteries of the Holy Rosary. So there's a little bit of education uh, within each of those 20, 20 mini chapters, a prayer intention uh, based on that. So to, to help us to actually put into put into practice the um, the suggestion and the advice that I give um, in that mini chapter. Yeah. So and toward um, the, end, the rosary is definitely a foundation. And toward the end of the book, you're maintaining dignity with dementia. Great little section there. Yeah, the back has uh, has has an appendix with with some worksheets and some things that that I hope that everyone is you know kind of put pencil to paper and say okay this information is is good now how do I put it to practice in my life because other, other, you know if you're not putting into practice what you're reading it could be just entertainment or edification but you know it's it's it, it behooves you to. Uh, just take to take action on the information education that you take in. Yeah, and as a caregiver and family members, even if you're not the caregiver, you got to remain positive around them. Don't look for the negatives. If they say something over and over again, don't get frustrated. Just just kind of go along with it and or try to change the subject. But but keep it positive, right, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. There's 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 no denying that. This uh, you know this disease is cruel, mm-hmm. and that there are times when we're all going to get frustrated. Both the person with, living with dementia, right? They have it; they're getting frustrated. And then, as caregivers and family members, we get frustrated too. Um, and what I found is, you know, it's easier said than done, right? Right. Um, what I found is, um, and this is in, this is in the book, is that suggestion of finding a support group, because you can be in a room with people who are in a similar situation. And you can say, you know what, I lost my temper the other day. You know, my loved one asked me the same question 15 times and people there are going to understand and they're going to, you know, offer, offer what worked for them and how they got to there. So it's, you know, you get education and support groups. You also get um, validation and you get tips and everything because people who are in that room with you, they've, they've gone through it. Whereas other members of the family, if they're not so intimately involved in caregiving, they maybe have not seen it before and uh, have had the same frustration. So, yeah, so well, it's, uh, and it's funny you bring support from others. Yeah, you bring that up. Uh, you have a support group coming up. Uh, share with us for those who may want to attend, it's coming up this week, I believe. It is, yes. Uh, yes, yeah, so back in September, we restarted the, uh, the dementia family support group at Mary Queen of Peace Parish in Mandeville. And uh, so since then, we've gotten back together and uh, we meet monthly. And this this Thursday, December 15th at 6 p.m. in the Parish Life Center, we'll be getting together. And uh, this will be our last one of the year. We'll, and we'll get back. Uh, we'll get back on schedule in uh, in January. But uh, we 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 have uh, we, we open and close with prayer. We um, we have uh, introduced a little bit of education, but most of the time is dedicated to listening, uh, all this listening to each other. 
uh, to updates, to things that are frustrating to them, to things that are blessings and things that they're grateful for. So I, I feel it's a really well-rounded program that in, injects our Catholic faith. So, so I have other support groups outside of this one where you know faith is not a big part of it unless people bring it up. But here we sort of have that permission to uh, to, to introduce different devotions and prayers and our, what our faith says about redemptive suffering and what, what, uh, what it says. A lot, of, a lot of things that I talked about in Prairieville, you know, we, have, we sort of have this you know, license to be able to speak freely. Yes, uh, we got about 30 seconds left. Uh, Zoom meeting coming up too. People can tap into that, right? Yeah, yeah. If pe- people who are on my, my email list, which is free to join at DementiaRosary.com, or people on the Facebook page, um, they can see there's a Zoom link. So tomorrow, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central, um, we'll have we'll have our first ever Dementia Rosary community Zoom. So people are welcome to come on here. I have some announcements, things that we'll talk about um, coming up in 2023. And, uh, and we want feedback from everybody. And also there's gonna be Q&A on the ministry and then also on dementia. So, It'll be an hour where you know we have this really nice forum during this Advent and prepare for Christmas. So and where do they go will, to, to we'll tune in on that? Um, so they can go to uh, so it's a Zoom link and they can find that if they subscribe to the email newsletter uh, that comes out on Tuesdays, or if they go to the Facebook page, which is at Dementia Rosary um, on Facebook. Uh, there's a link there as well. Matterstrad, it's a, just a post. Thank you so much, my brother. Out of time, but we'll bring you back next month and we'll talk some more. God bless you through the Christmas season. Merry Christmas, y'all. Matt Estrade, uh, author of Peace with Dementia Rosary. And we're going to wrap up with prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Mother, we ask you to bless us this day. May God bestow upon us your loving grace, your light, and may my soul always be able to avoid evil. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Amen. Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. Johnny Aber joins us with a gospel reflection. Dr. Tom Neal from Notre Dame Seminary will also be with us. And Kevin Wells will talk about his book called Priest and Beggar. Have a wonderful Monday, Tuesday. Have a wonderful Tuesday. God bless. Wake up is a production of Catholic Community Radio.